We're now a couple days before Yom Kippur and a special thank you to all those um, especially Yehudis who arranged this and uh, all those who asked for the shear. Um, <coughs> it's a couple days before Yom Kippur and when we enter any Zman of Isairus <coughs> we have to remember a couple of things. The Gemara tells us that Rav Huna when he used to reach a certain pasuk, he used to cry. There's a pasuk that says that three times a year, Kla Yisrael has to Yeroa as Pene Hashem Shalosh Regalim, Kla Yisrael has to go up to Shalayim and see the Rabbi Shalaylam. And <coughs> the Gemara says that Kla Yisrael sees the Rabbi Shalaylam, the Rabbi Shalom sees Kla Yisrael. So Ravuna, when he used to reach that pasuk, used to cry. Because it's, he said a nation that the Rabbi Shalom wants to see them. And there's Zaycha to see the Rabbi Shalom. Later on in Yirmiya, the Rabbi Shalom says, The Navi tells us, the Rabbi Shalom says, I don't want you anymore. I don't need you coming up to be Eile Regel. Who asked this from you, Ramoiz Chatseiroi, to come step into my courtyard? So Ravuna said, a nation that the Rabbi Shalom so much wanted to see them, and then at the end he tells them, I'm not interested in you. The Averis you did, I'm not interested. <coughs> and the Nafarshim say, what do you see in the Pasuk? Could you see in the Pasuk, could you see anything special or see what the Chet was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want Kala Yisrael? So they explain that Remois Chatzeroi, it doesn't say, who asked you, who asked you to come into, to come to my courtyard? Remois is a lotion of walking or of stepping. Remois Chatzeroi. Klai Yisrael came to be Eile Ragel, they came with their feet. They walked in. Hashem said, if you're coming to be Eile Ragel, to bask in the light of the Shekhinah, you have to come with your heart, you have to come with your mind, you have to come with your entire being ready to be changed. If you just come, Ramayis Chatzerai, to step in, you're coming with your feet, but your head is somewhere else and your heart is somewhere else and you're not ready for the transformation of coming into the Beis HaMikdash says the Rabbi Shalom that I'm not interested in so anytime you have a Zman of Isairus or Yemakipurim especially we have to be very careful that we approach it with the proper perspective it's very easy to be Remais Chatzerai to just walk through a Yom Kippur walk the walk, talk the talk Act the way the Torah says you have to act. But if your head and your mind and your heart are not, and your entire being is not ready to be changed and ready to be affected, you have to be careful. It shouldn't be. So for coming together before Yom Kippurim to put this into perspective, how to approach the Yom Kadosh. So hopefully it will help us that when we come out on the other side it won't just be that our feet walk through Yayma Kippurim. Rather, we'll be, tra- we'll be changed people. We'll have an effect on us. We come to Yayma Kippurim. There's a very important lesson. 
in the Avoid of the Kayin Nagal on Yom Kippur, which is the highlight of Yom Kippurim in the Beit Hamikdash, and we through our Tzvilas and through the Piyot that we say on Musaf during Musaf, where if you have any time, it would be Kedai to at least read through the English Yom Kippur morning or Arab Yom Kippur to see why you're saying it is very hard they go very fast and it's very hard to understand what you're saying especially if you say the piece of Nusach Ashkenaz it's very poetic Nusach Svar is a little simpler but either way it's good at least to read through the, the piece to see what's going on there what's Akhayanim Vaham what's the Achas Viachas what are all these things <coughs> the Pesukim in the Torah and Parshat Zacharemus that we lay so that's a very Kedai thing to do because that is the important part of Yom Kippurim that we try to with our lips and Hashem Aparam Svaseinu we don't have the Karbanas but we try with our Tzvilas to reenact those Karbanas the Karbanas that Klai brings are two Seirim two Higots one of them the Kaigadu takes a box and he makes a lottery and one of the Higots goes to Hashem and one of them goes to be thrown off the cliff. Now, when the Torah tells us he takes the two hegots. So the Gemara says seirim is plural. If the Torah would have just said we would know that you take two because the minimum of plural is two. Why then says the Gemara does the Torah have to say shnei? So from here we learn, says the Gemara, Shnei means that they have to be the same. They have to look the same, the two Higots. They have to be the same age, the same height. They have to cost the same amount of money. They even have to be bought at the same time. The Kichas and Kachas, they should be bought at the same time. This is a mitzvah lechatchila. It's not ma'akev. If, if you don't have any of these, it's not ma'akev. But there is a mitzvah lechatchila that they should be as identical as possible. They're identical as possible when they start, but at the end, they are on the opposite extremes. They look the same. They act the same. They cost the same amount. Everything's the same. But where does one end up? One of them ends up a soir la Hashem. It's brought as a carbon chatas. Its blood is spritzed inside the Kaidash Akadashim. Another part of its blood is spritzed in the Heichal towards the Paraiches that separates the Kaidash and the Kaidash Akadashim. Another part of its blood is spritzed on the Mizbeach Azov. This is a carbon la Hashem that's mechaper for Kla Yisrael. The other one, the other Sawyer, it's taken out to the Midbar, to the desert, to a cliff, and it's thrown off, broken into pieces. The Ramban in Parsha Zacharemais, in explaining the idea of the Sarla Azazel, says, B'Shem the Medrash, that basically you're going out to the Midbar, and the Malach who's in charge of the Midbar is Samoel, the Satan himself. And you're giving him a bit of shaykhah. I'm not going to go exactly to explain what it means, but 
it's obviously very deep Yisaitis and Kabbalah but somehow we give we throw a bone so to speak to the Satan we give him a little Shaykhat a little bribery in order that he should not come and be Mekatrig against Kla Yisrael so you have one Zayir ends up La Hashem the other one ends up La Zazel almost reminiscent of the two Parim, the two cows that there were by Elio and Abi, one went Lashem and one went Labal. But here they're both start off in the base Hamikdash, one goes Lashem and one goes Lazazel. So says Rabbi Yosef Salant, the Machaber of the Sefer Bar Yosef, he says that these two goats are a Musar Haskil, a very important Musar Haskil for every person in regards to Yaimakipurim. At the beginning of Yom Kippur, you could have two people. They're very similar in Madrega, in Ruchnius. A lot about them is the same. Just like the two Seirim are Kemad identical. And at the beginning of Yom Kippurim, they both have a future in front of them. And these two people have great opportunities. But yet, it's very possible that at the end of Yom Kippurim, one of those people is La Hashem and the other one is Chas V'Shalom Nat. One of them takes advantage of the Yom HaKadosh, takes advantage of the day, does Tshuva, becomes about Tshuva. The Rambam says about Tshuva yesterday, he was Sonu Yimishukat's Metuav, he was disgusting and dirty and full of Chatoim. And today he's old, he's loved, he's beloved by the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Hashem is of him. That's the Kayach HaTshuva. So one person takes advantage of the Yom HaKippurim, the Yom HaKadosh, connects with the Rabbi Nishalaylam. This is a person who comes almost like he comes into the Kaidish HaKadoshim. He could become a changed person, he could grow immensely in Ruchnius. And the other person started off in the same place. But he doesn't take advantage. He's a Rai Mais He walks through a Yom Kippur. He davens. He fasts. The Hamisha Inuyim. Doesn't eat, drink, etc. But he doesn't take advantage of it. His heart's not there. His mind's not there. Doesn't take advantage of the Kurva of Dirshu Hashem Bihimatsai. So when you look at him at the end of Yom Kippurim, you don't see a Sor La Hashem. And that is the lesson of the two Seirim. It's the lesson of what Yom Kippur could be. They could start off in the same place identically. And 24 hours later, they could be miles apart. One person took advantage and became very close to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And the other did not. You may then say to yourself, okay, but it's very different than the Sar Hashem and the Sar Zozo. In the Sar Hashem, he went to Hashem and the Sarla Azazel, he went to the Satan. But in the two individuals, the two individuals, one took advantage of Yaim Akipurim, okay, so he became a Sarla Hashem. But the other person didn't take advantage. Why are we calling him a Sarla Azazel, Chas Why are we saying they're miles apart? They're not miles apart. He's the person who started Yom Kippur on his Madrega. He's on the same Madrega the next night. The other person grew. 
But the person who didn't take advantage of Yom Kippur, are you telling me that not only did he not grow, he also fell? And the answer is yes. Because in Ruchnius there's no such thing. There's no such thing of someone standing still. The person's either going up or he's going down. And if he didn't go up, he's going down. And it's more than that. In Yadus, in Torah, in Ruchnius, there's no such thing as missed opportunities. There are only lost opportunities. What does that mean? A missed opportunity means that I had the kayak, I had the ability to take advantage of something and I didn't. So I stayed where I was before I started. Like we're asking the question. He didn't take advantage of Yom Kippur. Okay. So he is where he started. Wherever he was on the Yom Kippur, he's on Matzah Yom Kippur. That's called a missed opportunity. In Klai Yisrael, in Yadus, we don't have that. We have lost opportunities. And the Meshachachma, in numerous places, Parshas Vayera, in Parshas Nitzavim, this coming is Parsha, Parshas Hazinu, he quotes the famous Grah, and the Grah tells us, in Pirkeyavas, Chazal tell us that there's a Din and there's a Cheshman. person has to give, What's the difference between a Din and a Cheshman? Says the Grah, Din, a person was Ayran and Avera. They did something wrong. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to judge them and punish them for that Avera. That's called Din. You get punished for the action that you did. Cheshbain means as follows. It took me five minutes to do that Avera. Potentially, if I wouldn't have done an Avera in those five minutes, I could have done a mitzvah. And I didn't. So not only am I judged for my action, my din, that I did the Avera, there's a Cheshbain. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, in those five minutes, you lost the opportunity to do a mitzvah. That you're also going to be punished for. In Torah, in Yadus, in the Rabbi Shalom's world of Torah and mitzvahs, there's not only the punishment for the action, there's for the potential. And if a person doesn't take advantage of the potential of what he could do, there's a Cheshbain on that. Says the Meshachachma, according to this, a person's hair should stand on end in regards to Yom Kippur because on Yom Kippur if a person does tshuva he could be mechaper for all his averis without tshuva nothing is mechaper with tshuva even very serious averis could be mechaper without tshuva even little averis are not mechaper and if a person really does tshuva me'ahava, not only does he get a kapara for his averis, but Chazal tell us, nasin like his his averis could turn into mitzvahs. One of the mafarshim on the Mishnayah says, that's why when we say Ashamnu in Shul, the tune that Klai Yisrael uses is not a tune of wailing. It's not a tune, Chas V'Shalom, someone uses at a hespit when they're mourning over somebody who was nifter. The tune of Ashamnu and Bagadnu that Klai Yisrael uses is more of a sing-song tune. And if you pay attention and listen to it, it's not such a sad tune. People may be crying, people may be fetching. But really the tune itself is a bit of a sing-song. 
And it seems, why is that? You're saying vidui. You should be crying and wailing as if this is a hespit. The answer is because if a person does tshuva correctly, his averis could turn into zechuyos. They could turn into mitzvahs. So there's a reason to celebrate a tshuva. A tshuva meyava could turn into zechuyos, and that says the Tiferes Yisrael, the Pirush on the Mishnayos and Masechta Tainis. He says that is the reason why Minig Yisrael for Dairis is to say the Ashamnu in a nigun, in a singing way. So that is the kayach, the potential of a Yom Says the Meshachachma, in Chalila Layasa Tshuva. So if a person takes advantage of Yom Kippur, they could accomplish worlds. Things that can't be accomplished during the entire year could be accomplished in these 24 hours of Yom Kippur. But if Chalila, a person doesn't take advantage of Yom Kippur, What's his cheshbon going to look like? The potential of the day you get judged for. The potential of every action you get judged for. That's called cheshbon like we explained. That cheshbon sometimes could be more serious and severe than the din itself. The din of not doing tshuva on Yom Kippur. Okay, you didn't do tshuva. But what you could have done when you doing when you when you didn't do the tshuva, what you could have accomplished that cheshbon, that's worlds, it's nitzchias. That's something that's a scary thought. That if I'm going to be judged for the potential of what I could have done, how serious it's going to be. Therefore, says the Meshachachma, that when a person makes a brach of Shechiyanu on Yom Kippurim on the night of Yom Kippur, you say Shechiyanu v'kiyamanu v'giyanu l'zman azeh. Shechiyanu is a brach that's recited in his man of simcha. A person should be full with joy, and I would suggest you stop for a moment and think about what Yom Kippur represents. The Matei Ephraim says one of these Saidas of Yom Kippur, of Arab Yom Kippur, of pre-Yom Kippur, is for a person to, to think to himself and to strengthen his amuna that today is the day HaKadosh Baruch for all my Averis if I do Tshuva. The amuna of what Yom Kippurim could accomplish. And if you stop for a moment before you say that Shachiyanu is at, and as you say the Shachiyanu, and say it besimcha amitiyas, says the Meshachachma. Shachadosh Baruch Hu Nasen Yom Slicha, Shachadosh Baruch Hu gave us this day, that a person can get rid of all of his averis. A day that Rabbi Yisrael Salanza said, if it would come once in 70 years, it would be a simcha gedayla. Kavachaymer, that it comes once every year. And a person should be Mishabeach HaKadosh Baruch Hu with an unbelievable joy in HaKaris HaTai for this day. Ulam, says the Meshachach Mabat, Im Loishav Adam Midarkei Hara, one who does not take advantage of the day, Mutav Loishalei Haya Yom HaKadosh Hazeh. For him, it would have been better if the Yom Kippur didn't exist. Because the Cheshben that he's going to be punished for by not taking advantage is going to be so great. Because according to the potential of the day is the cheshman of the day. For that person who doesn't take advantage, halavai, if he wouldn't have had a Yom Kippur at all. If you don't take advantage, better not to have the Yom Kippur. Better not to have the Yom Kippur and be judged for what you didn't accomplish. 
says the Meshachachma that something for someone has to take very seriously and worry about to be able to take advantage of the day. So Lefiz there, the person who starts off on Yom Kippurim, two people start off equal. And as we said, one of them takes advantage of the Yom. By the end of the day, he could be about Shuba, he could be Ahuv Lifnei he could be beloved HaKadosh Baruch he could be Lifnei Belifnei, he could grow tremendously. The one who doesn't take advantage doesn't stay status quo. Because number one, in Ruchnius is no such thing. If you're not growing, you're falling. But even more so, the one who doesn't take advantage, the Cheshman is so great that yes, he falls Madrega after Madrega after Madrega. That when you look at Matzah and Kippur, the two people who started off the day exactly the same or very similar, it's exactly like the two Seirim. One of them is Sarah Hashem. And one of them is a sore by not taking advantage of the day. So it's a very important Yisai to understand the Kaya Chayoyim of Yom HaKippurim but not just the Kaya Chayoyim how we must take advantage of this day. We must take advantage and in 24 or 25 mere hours a person could grow and become an entirely different person. Yom HaKippurim could be and should be not just a yoyim it's an experience like we said that a person's entire bria his body, his mind, his heart enters in on one matrega and if he takes advantage of it he'll leave miles and miles apart growing tremendously from it that's the kayach of a yom kippur and that's the importance of taking advantage of the yoyim hadid the yoyim hakadosh now, how does one take advantage of that day? What should be the Havaidah in order that a person shouldn't? It's a long day, there's a lot of Tvilais, there's a lot of Biduyim, there's a lot, there's a, it, it could drag out sometimes, and it's hard. How could one take advantage in a very simple way in order not to lose out on this Yayma Kaddish? So I think that I'd like to suggest the following take a few minutes to bring out the point and develop it but at the end I think we're going to come out with a very very simple and solid Avaidah that we could all keep in mind and do on Yom HaKippurim and with this take advantage of the Yom Reb Shalom Shabbat said the following he said So we have to remember that the first Yom Kippur in Klai Yisrael's history was after the Chet HaEgel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was upset at Klai Yisrael, wanted to destroy Klai Yisrael. And on Yom HaKippurim, uh, actually 80 days after the Egel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally, finally said to Klai Yisrael Salachti He said, Klai Yisrael, I forgive you And it was the first time since the Egel That HaKadosh Baruch Hu got up from the Kisi Haden And sat on the Kisi HaRachamim And he said, from now on This is going to be a day of Slicha V'Chapar What exactly was the Chet Egel? Because if we look into the Chet Egel 
and see the intricacies of what HaKadosh Baruch was upset about and thus what the tshuva needed was necessary on the Chet HaEgel it will give us an insight into the Avedas Hayyayim in Parashas Kisisa HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu Lech Reid go down Kishichei Samcha Klai Yisrael has perverted itself, destroyed itself and made an Egel later on Hashem says to Moshe Ro'isi HaSomazeh I saw Kla Yisrael V'hinei am They are stubborn people Therefore Hanichali let me go V'yichar api and I will get angry at them V'achalim and I will destroy them V'esa oisko l'goy And it's a pella When HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Kla Yisrael made the ego He didn't say a word about destruction He didn't say anything He said go down Moshe Rabbeinu, go! But he wants to destroy Klai Yisrael What does he say? What's the reason? Because they made the Chet That's not what he said. He said, Because they're stubborn. Rashi says, What's Kshay Oyrif? They turn the back of their neck to those who give them Musr, and they refuse to listen. Who didn't they want to listen to? They didn't listen to Khur. Khur gave them Musr about the Egel, they killed him. They don't want to listen to Musr. They don't want to listen to reproof and to rebuke. And therefore, because they're Kshayayrif, they don't want to hear, that's why I want to destroy them. We see from here that there were really two punishments by the Chet Egel. One was for the Chet HaEgel itself. And for that, Klai Yisrael, we still at HaYem we're suffering. Hashem said, that any time I'm going to punish Klai Yisrael, I'm going to have to punish them a little bit for the Egel also. But the second Einish is the Einish for not wanting to hear Teichacha, for Kshay Oyrif. And for that, HaKadosh Baruch who said to Moshe Rabbeinu, let me destroy them. For the Chet of the, of the Egel, we don't find, Hashem said, destruction. There's Misa, there's Paranias, there's suffering. But Kilui entirely destroying the whole nation of Klai Yisrael, that came for one thing only, for the Kshay Oyrif, for not wanting to hear Teichacha. As Yerbiyoh Anavi tells us, You know what Hashem says? You know why I'm going to punish you? If you say, I didn't sin. Someone who sins and refuses to see that they did an Avera, and they don't want to hear anyone tell them differently, that Hashem says, That's what the Avera is for. Now this becomes a little clearer because the Rambam in Ilhus Chuva tells us as follows. The Rambam says that when a person wants to do Chuva, there's a mitzvah of vidui. What's the mitzvah of vidui? Says the Rambam. How does a person say vidui? So the Rambam says he says Ona Hashem, Chatasi Avisi Pashati Lufanecha. I did. I sinned. Ve'asisi Kach Ve'Kach, and I did the following Avera. I feel bad about it. And I'm embarrassed. 
I'm not going to do it again. These are the Ikrim of Tshuva. That's what Vidu is all about, says the Rabbah. And anyone who stretches it out and says it more, So you see, Vidui has a lot to it. A person has to say what I did, I feel bad about it, I'm embarrassed and I'm not going to do it again. Many different details in a Vidui. However, later on, the Rambam says that the Vidui, the Vidui, the Klai Yisrael says, is of Avo Anachnu Chatanu. We have sinned. Vuhu Ikur Havidui, that's Vidui. Seems to be a contradiction here in the Rambam. Now the Rambam is telling us in a different halacha, in a different parak even, the next parak, that he says, What's Vidui? The Kla Yisrael says, Avo Anachnu Chatanu, we have sinned. That's it. What do you mean? In Paragalif, he told us, you have to say what, exactly what you did. You have to say, I'm embarrassed. You have to say, a Kabbalah. Yeah, there's so, so many details. What's this business? That's Vidui. Question number one. Question number two, the Rambam tells us that Averis, that a person said Vidui for on one Yom Kippur, even though he did Teshuva, and the rest, and the next year, he didn't do the Avera again. He remained by his Teshuva, he says Vidui again next Yom Kippur and why is this? if I did Tshuva I said Vidui finished I'm done what is to be Misvada again? if I did the Avera a second time okay I understand I have to Tshuva again but if I didn't do the Avera again I'm Oymed B'Tshuvasi I'm still I never did the Avera why do I have to say next Yom Kippur again? says the Tshom Shvajan an unbelievable thing Says of Shalom Shvajan, there's two parts, especially on Yom Kippur, there's two parts to Vidui. The Rambam in the first halacha was talking about the mitzvah of Tshuva. There's a mitzvah to do Tshuva, and part of Tshuva is Vidui. And when you do Vidui and you do Tshuva, you're right, you have to have Harata, and you have to be embarrassed, and there's Kabbalah al Haba, everything involved, like we said before, it's a very complex Vidui that you have to say. That's the mitzvah of Tshuva. But on Yom Kippur, besides for the mitzvah of tshuva, which includes vidui, there's another mitzvah of vidui itself. The Rambam himself says, Yom Kippur who's man tshuva, l'ficha chayavim hakal lasis tshuva u'lehisvadas. You have to do tshuva and say vidui. What do you mean? Part of tshuva is vidui, it's redundant. The answer is, there's a mitzvah of tshuva on Yom Kippur, and included in that tshuva is vidui. I did something wrong, Rabbi Nishalaylam, and I'm embarrassed about it, and I'm not going to do it again, etc., etc. That's doing tshuva for the Averis that I did. But then, says Epsom Shvadran, there's another part to Yom Kippur, and that's a mitzvah of vidui. What type of vidui is that? That's the vidui where a person declares Hashem, I'm not Akshay Oyrif. Today is Yom Kippur. Today is the day that Klai Yisrael received Kapara for the ego. And Hashem wanted to destroy us. And He didn't. And we had to do tshuva. For which Avera? For being Kshay Oyrif. For not being willing to listen to someone who tells me that I did an Avera. Akshay Oyrif is someone 
who says, I didn't do anything wrong. That's people say, that's what Hashem is upset about. And Yom Kippur, a person has to declare, No, we do, we did have errors. We're not a Kshay Oyrev. We're not people who say, We say, it's nothing to do with the mitzvah of tshuva. Mitzvah of tshuva is on all different averis that I did. I have to do tshuva on Yom Kippur. But besides for that, I have to declare I'm not a kshay oirif. I'm willing to admit I was wrong. I don't have to go into the details of every little avera. That's the mitzvah of tshuva. This declaration is a declaration. We have sinned. We understand we sinned. And therefore, even though I did tshuva last year on my avera, and I never did it again a whole year. I still say vidui again. Not because of the mitzvah of tshuva. Because again, it's part of my hakara. That in my life I'm willing to acknowledge I did averis. Last year I did the avera. Even if I didn't do it this year. I did an avera. Nothing to do with the mitzvah of tshuva. Rather the declaration that we are nakshay oirif. We're not people who say loichatanu. We can't hear rebuke. We can't hear reproof. Adiraba. Anachnu vavis. We did Averis. That was part of the Tshuva Klai Yisrael had to do. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, So this is the day that we have to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu We did Averis. We're not Kshayarif. The mitzvah of Tshuva is to go through every detail. Averis that we did this year. If we did an Averis last year, we don't have to say on that Boishdi, Vinichlamdi, and Kabbalah Alabah. We did Tshuva, we're done. We're about Tshuva. But for the declaration that we're not Kshayarif, for the declaration, Chatanu, that we have to talk about Averis last year, two years ago, three years ago, all the Averis we ever did, the very fact that we acknowledge we did them, is the acknowledgement that we're not Kshayarif. And that, says the Chal Shvadron, is one of the main Yisaitis of the Avoid of Yom Kippur. To capsulize this, even further into a very simple Avaida for Yom Kippur. We say something on Yom Kippur many times. After we say the Vidui, we say Sarnu Baruch Hu, we have strayed from your good mitzvahs, the Loishabalanu, and it was not worth it to us. Said, his, said and gave over the following message before Yom Kippur. He said the most important part of Yom Kippur is to focus on this phrase, these, these six words. And we say it over and over ten times on Yom Kippur. The first thing a person has to ingrain in himself and think for a moment and be mamin bemunishlaima that Akadish Baruch's mitzvahs are taivin. Every mitzvah is taiv. Every mitzvah helps us. Every mitzvah makes us into a better person. That's number one. Akadish Baruch, we strayed from your good, beautiful, wonderful mitzvahs. And not only did we stray from them, but even the Averis that we did, Veloy Shavalano, wasn't worth it. 
Rishoyim Malayim Harata. After someone does an Avera, says the Meshachachma, that he loses, there's no more Yetzirah anymore. Before he does the Avera, the Yetzirah is telling him, do this, you have the biggest Taiva, this is going to be the biggest Hanna, it's going to be the greatest thing in the world. You do the mitz, you do the Avera, the Yetzirah leaves you. What are you left with? With the regret. What did I just do? The Yetzirah starts talking to you, hello, I've been trying to get through to you. Now that I'm left with my Yetzirah, he tells me, what did you do? He filled with Harata. The Lai Shavalon. It wasn't worth it. That is what Jim Kippur is all about. When a person wants to change his mindset and change his view of his life, a person has to come with the hakara that chatanu, chatasi, amnatik sheyirif. It's a hard thing to admit. It's a hard thing to admit that I did things wrong. Because Ishkalayashir Baina, person says, and everyone has to root some why I did it, this and this. And it's very hard to hear. And it's very, very hard to say I made a mistake. And that's what Jim Kippur is all about. Changing the outlook on my Avoidus Hashem. And it starts with six words. Sarnu Baruchu, I strayed from your good mitzvahs. Your mitzvahs are wonderful. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us the mitzvahs for our benefit. to purify us, to make us better people. To bring us Hakadosh Baruch Hu it wasn't worth it. We're now coming to the Akara, it wasn't worth it. That's the greatest admission that I'm not That's the greatest admission of Chatanu. We did in Aveira. The Chatanu of the Vida of Yom Kippur. The Chatanu of Kla Yisrael being a Kshayayrev of saying Loi Chatasi. That's what we have to focus on. So just to recap here. Number one, the Kedushas Hayyim of Yom Kippur is life changing. It could be and it should be. And we have to come with the proper outlook and the proper mindset into Hayyim HaKippurim. Not to be a Ramayis Chatzayre, just to walk the walk, talk the talk, and walk through Hayyim Kippur. Because you can't just walk through Hayyim Kippur. Just like the Shneasihirim don't just walk through Hayyim Kippur. They start off very similar. One ends up Sarul Hashem, and the, one, the second one ends up Sarul Azazel. But even more so, the Cheshven, like the Meshachachma said, one who doesn't take advantage of the Yom HaKadosh, the Cheshven is so great. Better if he didn't have the Yom HaKadosh. Better if he didn't have the Yom Kippur. Think for a moment. Think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you really believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu could cleanse you and is cleansing you. You just have to take a step in the right direction. And that's the kurva of Yom HaKippurim. Vishu Hashem bihimatzai. Kaddish Baruch Hu is right here. He's waiting for us. You don't have to do as much like you do the rest of the year because it's Zman Mesugal. It's Zman Mesugal. It's so easy. HaKaddish Baruch Hu takes any little bit of tshuva the Meshachachma somewhere says that in the last week's parasha he says that by Ni'ila HaKaddish Baruch Hu sends out the Bezdin Shomayla. He sits there by himself. And what's the Mayla of that? Because even if Malachim know what goes on in a person's heart, it seems to be a Shaila in the Gemara, how much Malachim know. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the spark that will ignite the Machshava. 
in the deep recesses of a person's kloyos, his kidneys, because that's where Chazal tells us every machshava really starts in the kloyos. Kloyos yoyatzois. The kloyos give a person an so then it goes to the machshava. If a person even deep down has a spark, a minute, his sirerus, the beginning of his sirerus, HaKadosh Baruch who is the only one who can see that in Shas Nihilas Ashar when he's closing those gates HaKadosh Baruch who is looking for any little spark of tshuva any little spark of wanting to be better so part of taking advantage of Kippurim it doesn't have to be a Velt it doesn't have to be this Gant Avaidah what you can accomplish with one small step one small step is a great leap for Kla Yisrael and for the person to bring the person to a tshuva to change the person and take advantage of the Yom HaKadosh so that's the Yom HaKadosh that the Shechiyonu a person makes the beginning of the day looking forward to the rest of the day but how do we take advantage what is this little step so besides for the tshuva that a person has to do and it's also Kedai if you have the time most of the Machzairim by at least by the Yashamnus or sometimes by the Alchites they have in the English other Averis that you could think about Yashamnu Achalnu Blibrocha Tchila Besoif the Chidah is a very long video I don't suggest you go through it and say it each time there are people who do that but pick one Avera one Avera just think about that the person could not even by every Alchite but just think about I did this wrong is there any way I could think to try to improve it and that's part of the Mitzvah Tshuva but, 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 but to take advantage of what Shalom Shvajon is telling us that the school of Tayoyim is to be able to say and admit I'm not a Kshayayrif to be able to say Chatanu that's changing my outlook on who I am, my perspective on where I'm going and what I'm doing a Kshayayrif says the Rabbi Shalom Chatanu for the, even the Egel I'm not going to destroy Klai Yisrael I'll punish them but for being a Kshayayrif not willing to even hear you did something wrong and for sure that's being able to admit you did something wrong that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says it's much worse that's almost a hopeless situation and the school of this day is to be able to say where should you focus on that one phrase we stray from those and think for a moment perhaps how you could Make your mitzvahs a better mitzvah. What mitzvah could you focus on? Again, it's not good to take on too many Kabbalahs and too big Kabbalahs because those don't last. You have to take something that you're going to be able to hold on to, something that you're going to be able to keep at least for a little bit after the Yom HaKadosh. And think about the Averis. Think about the Lashon Hara. Think about all the other Averis that a person does. Even if they're B'Shaigig, even if they're by mistake. Gave into Yitzhara, was it really, really worth it? Think about Averis that perhaps you caused other people to do. Was it Kedai? Was it worth it? How could you save yourself? How could you stop yourself from doing it? Be macabre something, but focus on those words. We say it at least ten times on Yom Kippur. That should be the Avaidah Sayyayim. If you take advantage of that, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, this is not a nation that says, It's a nation that's willing to say, I could work with them. If I could work with them, I could work with this person. This person, there's hope for him. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, 
I'll be chaysim the person. I'll be chaysim him l'chayim. I'll give him another chance this year to be a better person. I see that there's material to work with. But a person who can't say chatasi, who can't say sarnu that's a person who's not taking advantage of the day. So if we take advantage of this day and we show the Rabbi Shalom that we want to be better, we show the Rabbi Shalom we're Malayim Karata, we're taka filled with regret on the many Averis that we did, and we're going to try our best, and we're going to be Makabal something, something that's going to be, make us better, whether it's to make a bracha with a little bit more kavana like we talked about many, many times, or tefillah, or any different aspect of Avaidus Hashem, something easy, something very simple. But with a little bit, as we've said many times also, Habizar Bemitzakalakivakamura says the Meiri, with a little bit of Kavana, and it's really the Ramban also in Parshas Boy, that with a little bit of Kavana and even a small mitzvah, a person could accomplish so much, just a little bit of Kavana, and continuously doing that mitzvah. If a person does that, and if we take advantage of the Yoim, then Akadish Baruch Hu tell us, just like he told Klai Yisrael in the Midbar, every person in Klai Yisrael received People that need Atzlacha, and everyone needs Atzlacha, and those who need Yeshuas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should send the Yeshuas, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu should send only Dvarim Taibim. Kra Royakzar Dineinu, get rid of the Royakzar, send only Taiva to Kla Yisrael, send only Taiva to us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be Makabla Atzvilas, and we should all be Zaycha to Agmar Hasimah Taiva, and HaGutke Ben Shtiar.